Welcome to NABRUF Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining us today. NABRUF Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Cable Television Minority Arts and Education Fund. NABRUF Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. My guests today are Ms. Joyce Wong and Ms. Samira Malone. Ms. Wong is the Vice President of Community Development at Midtown Cleveland Incorporated. In her role with Midtown, she approaches urban planning, community development, and placemaking efforts with an interdisciplinary mindset. She strongly believes that racial equity and belonging should undergird planning, real estate, and place-based efforts. Ms. Wong holds a Master's of Planning, Design, and Development from Cleveland State University and a B.S. degree in Sociology from the University of Michigan. She is a recipient of the 2020 Cranes Cleveland 40 Under 40 Award and the 2019 YWCA Distinguished Young Women Award. Her board involvement includes Building Hope in the City, the Cleveland Asian Festival, and NOACA's Emerging Leaders Council. She and her family are residents of the historic Asian Town neighborhood, and she is a member of the Neighbor Up Network. Ms. Malone is the Neighborhood Planning Manager at Midtown. She provides guidance and project management for planning and placemaking initiatives while building connections with stakeholders. In 2019, she won the Cleveland Foundation Public Service Fellowship and was placed at Midtown as the planning intern. Ms. Malone has a Bachelor of Arts in Urban Planning and Regional Planning, a Master of Urban Planning and Development, and a Graduate GIS certification from Cleveland State University. In 2019, she received the Norman Krumholtz Endowed Scholarship from Cleveland State University. In 2021, she is the recipient of the Cranes Cleveland 20 in their 20s award. She has been an advisor and mentor for Look Up to Cleveland and is a member of the City of Cleveland East Design Review Commission. Currently, she resides in the up-and-coming hipster East 55th Street, St. Clair, and Superior neighborhood and is a member of the Neighbor Up Network. Ladies, welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. It's really great to have you here today. <laughs> so now, either one of you can take this question. What does Midtown Cleveland Incorporated do? Midtown is a neighborhood economic and community development organization originally founded maybe 30, 40 years ago, um, around the commercial district on Euclid Avenue, Carnegie, and Chester. And since then, it's really evolved in the last five years to become more of a community development organization, taking a more holistic view at the neighborhood beyond business support, um, but also thinking through, you know, what does it mean to be fully a neighborhood that is inclusive and um of all residents and community members and businesses alike. So we have different functionalities. Like we do planning, we do real estate, we do public art, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. We are Jack and Janes <laughs> of all trades. <laughs> there you go. So now what neighborhoods incorporate Midtown? So the Midtown neighborhood is encompassed of Midtown proper. So our um, border to the furthest east is East 79th Street and to the west is kind of like East 30th, the I-90 exchange. And then we are uh, northern and southern borders are Cedar Avenue um, and Payne. And so in that, in our geography, we have a little bit of Asia Town, um, okay. Midtown proper, and then also some of our work extends additionally to the Huff neighborhood. 
Okay. So um, what is the Cleveland Walls International Mural Program? So the Cleveland Walls International Mural Program is kind of like a, a caveat of the, um, if anyone is familiar with the Powwow Mural Festival, it's an international mural fest that was initially started um, in Hawaii by Jasper Wong and a few of his um, creative and artistic friends who decided to get together and do some major paintings um, of different buildings in this one particular area that was uh, considered pretty blighted um, in the city. So after they did that first initial festival, things kind of really kicked off because the paintings of all of those buildings really was a catalyst for like development and intention in that particular area. And so then they developed this artist platform to take the mural festival on the road. So they've done several international festivals. They've also done festivals here in uh, the States, but we're like one of two Midwestern cities that they've actually done where I believe we're the second Midwestern city. Yeah, I actually think from, we're number one. We're number one. Yeah. Okay. We are, we're, we're number, number one. one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the Midwest is getting some love. Right. Um, and so um, we've been partnering with them. We've been working on this festival. Actually, Joyce started working on it a little bit before I came on staff in 2019. So this has been a two year labor of love and, um, outside of, you know, having powwow assist us in really getting things up and running. This is really like a homegrown initiative on the Cleveland Wall side because we've just been partnering with so many community partners in our background, really, really leveraging the relationships that we have with both residents and stakeholders to get this thing off the ground. So we're going to be hosting it here in the Midtown neighborhood. We're really excited. And I just do also want to say that you guys did change the name a little bit because people, you know, you you were very uh, uh, respectful of the Native American community here. But the Pow Wow also comes from the comic book series mm -hmm. where Pow and Wow. So I just wanted to say that for our listening audience. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> we and, and when we had our initial conversations, several of our stakeholders had expressed um, a bit of concern about the name and not wanting to, wanting to make sure that we were being respectful of indigenous cultures. So even though that's not where the initial name stemmed from, we still want to be very intentional about that. So we made a, a, a name change pretty early on. It was a no-brainer for us. Awesome. So, well, so I guess I don't, I can skip my next question was how was Cleveland, how did, well, I'll ask, how did Cleveland get selected? How were you chosen? You know, it, part of it is that we had an executive director at Midtown, Jeff, who really saw the vision for what a huge place building initiative like this could do. Mm -hmm. And so he went out and got on board a bunch of different funders that would be the baseline sponsors for this event, including the Mandel Foundation. Yeah. And so with that in hand, we approached Pow Wow Hawaii with Jasper to say, would you be interested in bringing this festival to Cleveland and he would, you know, he was excited because he's been to Cleveland before and he's like wanted to do more work in Cleveland. So um, there that's how it all got started. And from there, we just started to select artists locally through a local artist selection committee. Mm -hmm. And then we work with Jasper to curate the national artists that could work with the walls that we had in our neighborhood. So it's been uh, it's been a process, but it's been exciting now. Now, how many artists are going to participate? I'll make this a two for question. So how many mm -hmm. artists are participating and who are the artists from Cleveland and who are they? Well, I can start this off and then I know Sam is pretty well connected with some of those local yes. artists. So <laughs> overall, we have 22 artists participating and they will be painting 19 murals wow. all in a, a span of 10 days. Wow. So 
of those artists, some of them are paired up, which is why there are more artists than murals. But we have, I believe, 11 or 12 coming internationally, 10 or 11 locally, about 50-50. And we're really proud because, like Sam said, these artists represent our neighborhoods. So 75% of them are Black, Indigenous, or people of color. So we have two Native American artists coming. Uh, We have several Asian American artists, a few Latinx artists, and then about 50% of our artist roster are Black artists, both locally and nationally. So we're super excited about that. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is wonderful. Super excited. And I'll kick it over to Sam to talk a little bit about some of the local artists that are committee selected. Okay. Yeah. So we are working with uh, several local artists. Um, as Joyce mentioned, not only are there a mix of like different races and ethnicities, but what I think is really um, unique about this project is that it's also intergenerational artists um, who are going to be painting murals on our wall. So we're working with folks like Antoine Washington, who is the co-founder of a Museum of Creative Human Art. Um, we're working with uh, Gary and Robin, who are, have, you know, been like longstanding um, folks who are involved in the creative community here in Cleveland and have done several murals. Um, we're working with April Blinkley, um, Darius Stewart, who is another fi- fantastic artist and who we've worked with and partnered on other uh, public art initiatives um, in the Midtown neighborhood. But just we we really reached into like our Rolodex of folks who we wanted to work with and who we had already worked with. Because the amazing thing about Pow Wow is that um, not only is it an opportunity to showcase Cleveland, but it's an opportunity to showcase Cleveland's artists. We have a, a, a bunch of talented creatives here in the city um, and giving them the opportunity to be have that platform on this international stage through Pow Wow. Um, is amazing opportunity. And then also a lot of times through powwow, artists are able to continue to get kind of like swept up in the network and go around and, and work on different festivals. So it's an opportunity for us to not only highlight artists, but also give opportunity opportunity to the artists to then work on other projects with powwow in the future. Well, now, where will some of the murals be painted in the city? Yeah, well, that has been a whole process. <laughs> okay, maybe I should have stayed away from that no, question. It's a good question. It's a great question. It's a good question. After, I'm happy to say as of Friday, August, whatever it was, five days ago. Right, time is a social construct. <laughs> after two years of planning, we finally solidified, which I'm really happy with the property owner roster. I think the properties are going to be great. We have a bunch in Carnegie. We have a bunch on Euclid. One on Chester Avenue. We have two in Asia Town on Payne Avenue. And then we have one in the Huff St. Clair Superior neighborhood on 79th and Superior. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, it's actually going to be great because they're spread out mm-hmm. in a way where you can actually walk, especially the ones on Euclid, Carnegie, mm-hmm. and Chester. Yeah. And then for Asia Town, we're really excited, um, you know. Jumping back over to the artist question because Days One, who is yep. awesome, he's so great. He's one of the original Cleveland Scribe Tribe members, which is one of the you know original graffiti, graffiti crews. crews. <laughs> and he lives in Asia Town, so he's a long, he's a community member in the neighborhood and shop owner and shop owner. Yep. Um, and so he uh, will be painting and be featured in Pow Wow slash Cleveland Walls in Asia Town on 40th and Payne. 
That'd be, that sounds so wonderful and so colorful, you know, and, and uh, I, I think really uh, needed here in Cleveland. Yeah. So now what is the goal of the festival? So I, I can jump on that and then Joyce, you can add. But the overall goal of the festival is not just like, you know, haphazardly putting up murals, but it's really just celebrating arts and culture mm-hmm. and arts and, arts and culture specifically that's representative of the community. As I kind of mentioned in our offshoot conversation before we got a chance to start up is that like it's important to have art that is representative and looks like the community that it's in, right? So we have a really, really interesting geography in the sense that we have a large black population as well as a large Asian and Pacific Islander uh, population. And we want to make sure that we are being representative in not only the artists that we select, but also the the work that's going up. Um, So that's something that's like really, really beautiful about the festival. And then aside from the mural side of things, we also are going to be hosting a vendor pop up as well as a film festival so just tying back to that overall theme of celebration of culture um, and history and art here in Cleveland and in uplifting that we will be uh, featuring different um, vendors that are selling different goods from a wide range of things and then on the music and and film side we're going to be uh, featuring documentaries that really really uplift culture whether it's through the Warner Swayze documentary which is uplifting the street and graffiti art scene here in Cleveland uh, the Leo's Legacy documentary which is uplifting the yes. story of Leo's Casino yeah those of us remember <laughs> I, I, yes I remember sneaking there when I was 16 that's, a, that's another story <laughs> um, and then we also have this amazing opportunity to show the Summer of Soul documentary through oh. Our friends and family over at Third Space Action Labs, shout out to them, um, who gave us this opportunity to show a quest love joint um so we're really really excited about that but that's that's it's it's a celebration that's it's a celebration of arts and culture it's a celebration of cleveland-centric arts and culture it's a celebration of black and brown arts and culture and really just you know uh, uh, i say it's a labor of love because we've really put in like two years of like love and 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 energy into right well, it, <laughs> yeah it is and it, it feels like a capstone in many ways it does like here's our here's our final, final presentation <laughs> <laughs> but what's really cool about it is that we've developed all these program partnerships and yeah partnership is like a professional way right but yeah. it's more like we've developed all these relationships with really um really important people to us mm-hmm. and yes. we actually um, hand selected a group of program partners yep. that we wanted to work with. Um, they include 12 Literary Arts with Daniel Gray Contar. Okay. And he and his crew recently produced In Search of the Land, which is an album written all by Cleveland poets about Cleveland neighborhoods. Oh, wow. And for Cleveland Walls, they're actually going to be um, performing that album live for the very first time. Oh, wow. Because it was released a few months ago during the pandemic. That should be fantastic. So that'd be great. Um, Shooting Without Bullets. Sam, you want to talk a little bit about them? Yeah, Shooting Without Bullets is an amazing art of uh, collective um, spearheaded by Amanda King. um, And she works with a bunch of like young adults, um, youth as well. And they focus on photography and specifically like advocacy and... um, yeah, advocacy through photography. Um, and so they have a, a collaboration with Exhibition, which is a streetwear store here based in Cleveland. 
And this is actually going to be their second collection that they're going to be releasing with them. So they're going to be an, they're going to be doing an installation um, at the actual um, Cleveland Walls headquarters, which is located at 71st in Euclid for everybody who's going to be coming and visit. Um, so they're actually going to do an installation. The theme of their installation is kind of looking at the concept of play and specifically play from the lens of the fact that oftentimes play is criminalized for black children and for brown children and really allowing um, her collective to kind of vision cast what play looks like from the lens of folks who are 18 and up who may have been robbed or may have not had the experience um, to really, really enjoy play as we often know, like how black and brown children in their communities don't always get a chance to be children. Yes. Um, so there is going to be a lot of like very artful installations um, that kind of center around this theme of play. And then they're also going to unveil their new um, collection with exhibition in the space. And they have a, a partnership with, Ship Puma. with Puma. Puma. That was for, how can I forget? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was going to say, because that was really, it was perfect segue, because that was my next question. Who are some of your local partners? So. That's pretty, anybody, anyone else you want to talk about who are some of your local partners? Yes, yeah, so uh, another one of our program partners is... Miss Honey and the Distinguished Gentlemen. Um, oh, yeah, they're fantastic. They are fantastic. So they're going to, they've really been, um, during the, the sh COVID shutdown, really been focusing on kind of like emotional learning and really, really processing what it was even like to experience um, COVID and this whole entire shutdown, especially through the lens of children, especially through the lens of like black children. Um, and so they've, they're going to be putting together um, series of poetry and they're going to go around to the different sites and actually be performing their poetry in person. And then one of the other partners, because I can't big up our partners enough. Again, like I mentioned before, um, Antoine Washington and Mike Russell, who are the founders of, muse of the Museum of Cre Creative Human Art, are also one of our program partners. They actually just um, did unveiled their show at the Morgan Conservatory. It is an intergenerational black artist show. Um, and so it's still on display if anybody wants to go see it. But during uh, it's going to be on display, I believe, until September. But um, they're also going to be partnering and doing some uh, an artist talk at the Morgan Conservatory on the 26th from 7 to 8 p.m. And then they're also going to do some additional programming um, with the artists in residency at spaces that they've been working with to do some mass making with the youth. So we have a bunch of different things. We're also working with the, uh, the Children's Museum and... Rainy Institute. Rainy Institute. Town will have a few pop-ups on Saturday to invite folks into the neighborhood yep. as well. So it's a mini Asian, Cleveland and Asian festival. Yep. So, so it's a <laughs> regular mini, mini. shindig. It is a whole <laughs> shindig. I'm just like... <laughs> now, when does the festival take place and how can people find out about all the exciting family-friendly activities and volunteer if, if that's what you guys need? So... The festival is taking place um, from August 23rd to August 28th. Um, it's going to be, like I mentioned, we have several different mural locations. The actual like nucleus of the festival is located at 71st in Euclid. That's going to be our headquarters. Um, and to find out more about the festival, we actually have a 
a page on our Midtown website in which folks can find out more as well as sign up for volunteers because as much as we want people to come and enjoy the festival we also need help okay <laughs> so we're, we're pulling we're putting out that call yes we are the world we are the people come help for us. folks who are interested <laughs> if you're interested in participating as a volunteer for the Cleveland Walls Festival please uh, contact uh, Miss Wong or Miss Malone at Midtown Cleveland Incorporated. I'm sure they'd be more than happy to have your your support and help. <laughs> and you will get a free T-shirt. Uh, you well, will get a free well t-shirt. hey, there you go. That's it. <laughs> no, <a> okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's a little swag. Now, I would like to thank my guests, Miss Joyce Wong and Miss Samira Malone, for visiting with us today. I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been wonderful. I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Now, I would like to leave our audience with a quote from my guest today, Ms. Wong. The best projects to me feel like when you get amazing people into the same room and you organize that and just let people go and do their thing. This is something that brings me a lot of joy. Ms. Malone. One of the joys of what I get a chance to do is not just being a steward for the community, but being a steward alongside of the community. What I do is not transactional. It is a labor of love. And for my listening audience, Miss Malone is my daughter. <laughs> hey, mommy. <laughs> and I, hey, the sweetheart. fourth wall is broken. <laughs> and I am proud of you and all that you've accomplished. And as I always tell you, your future is very bright. Mama loves you. And Miss Wong, I want to once again thank you for being just an outstanding mentor and colleague. That means a lot to me. And to Samir as well. Sam, Sam is just knocking it out of the park, and we are lucky to have her. And so, it's been great. Yeah. Joyce is the best. Yeah. I can't Aww. sing her praises <laughs> And thank you for raising such a wonderful daughter. Oh, well, well, she is a, she's a gift to the world. So. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Yeah. Thank you so much. You, you put your foot in it. Thank you. <laughs> I just want that little uh, studio by the beach. Okay. <laughs> so now, I'd like to thank our audience for stopping by today. We appreciate your support. Please join us again as we continue our conversation with Clevelanders who are making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. Visit Neighborhood Connections website to see all of our community engagement activities and opportunities. If you have a great idea and you want to do something positive for your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 316-0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed, get involved, get connected. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighborhood Spotlight. Neighbor of Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Cable Television Minority Arts and Education Fund in association with Pad Rack and Recording Studios. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Maloon. Co-producer, Lila Mills. Engineer, James Kinnanen. Photography, social media, Vince Robinson. We're just a homemade, handmade podcast from scratch. Please share our positive stories with your neighbors, friends, family, and on your social media. Thank you for listening and neighbor up. <laughs>